Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. <coughs> Welcome to Lacey Night We Stand Podcast. Uh, with me, Steve Armstrong, is John Ashton and uh, Anthony Bloom. We're a little short-handed tonight, mainly because uh, well, we can't decide whether it's the weather or whether it's Manchester United that have just generally put everybody else off. But uh, yeah, we've just watched... Um, I know, I know. We moan a lot about the uh, the weather and about things and that, but you know, you, you know, you don't understand sometimes just how much how, how how dismal it can be selling fanzines in that weather. But uh, um, we off, we've we've moaned about that quite a bit. I didn't think, you know, in sort of you know December when we were getting drenched and soaked against City and then Stoke and Bournemouth, which were the worst I think we've ever done as a month. You sort of look towards March, don't you? You know, Cheltenham's Spring. done and dusted, yeah, yeah. the spring's in the air, you know, Easter's around the corner, and it's a fucking blizzard um, and freezing cold. That was hanging, wasn't it? That's what, that's the top three worst I've ever done that, I reckon. I've been out since five as well. Uh, well, no, you were, because no, yours not here, we were early. Even yeah. earlier, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wish you would have been, yeah. I wish you would have been in charge tonight, because we'd have been an hour late. This is what a leader looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Bloom has been in charge tonight because uh, where is Ant by the way? Is he on another second stag there isn't he? So, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ant's not here so Bloom has been in charge which has been uh, been interesting to say the least but uh, yes a well oiled machine tonight well, wasn't killed, it? Is it? Well, no, <laughs> not yet Doves how was that? It, it was that cold at like 10 minutes to kick off I thought fuck this I'm not going I can't spend another two hours sat outside so so even though I had a ticket in my pocket, I went to the pub. <laughs> I didn't bother going in. No, I went to the railway and, and, and supped a load of three quid pints of Guinness instead. Was it on the telly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What channel was it on? BC. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. I bet, the, I, bet the, I, bet the, I bet the national audience were delighted watching that, weren't they? Just couldn't do it. So I, I, I had visions of walking in there and I've, I've missed like a 6-5 epic and then after 10 minutes and I was like, thank fuck I'm in here. Yeah. Yeah, six, six being the number of defenders, five being the number of midfielders in Apple, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah like, it was. Uh, I, I, it got to a point out during that sort of pre-game where um, if if a Russian had walked up to me with a cup of tea laced with a nerve <laughs> yeah. agent, I'd have swallowed it in it. one, Absolutely. all in one, no, and then no. I'd have said, "Can you go and get us another one of them, mate?" <laughs> um, it doesn't help when you're selling mags in that, and then you kind of go in the ground. Um, in fact, I'm the only one who went in the ground yeah, here, yeah, aren't yeah. I? So, oh, God, this is going to be quite challenging. Um, obviously, you've probably seen more of... This is, this is basically worse than one of Mark Goldbridge's <laughs> fucking <laughs> podcasts now. <laughs> you yeah, you basically listen to the opinions of a load of lads who've watched it on Teller. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I should have a 1980s tracking top on it. <laughs> um... Obviously, uh, it's been a, it's been a it's not been the greatest of weeks um, for United. Obviously, getting dumped out of the Champions League, and then obviously what followed um, in terms of some quite odd behaviour. I think that's fair to say some quite erratic behaviour um, from the manager in his press conference. Um, what you were looking for tonight was you know the ground to be absolutely bouncing, really attacking performance, going doing by four or five and try and move on from that. And we got quite the opposite, didn't we? The game was just very... It was Mourinho, wasn't it? It was enough. It got you a result. It's a means to an end. It gets you to Wembley. 
but it's not quite enough, is it? You know, it's, it was it was Brighton at home. You were, you were looking for a reaction there today. See the team come flying out of the traps and show that we can play attacking football, and yet we still reverted to type in a sense that we goes finally go one ahead, and then that was enough, and they just went right. That'll do us, you know. We said before Liverpool have won five nil today. If we'd gone one nil up against Watford today, we'd have probably won one nil, and that's the difference. There's no there's no ruthlessness there with us. There's no there's no risk. They go, we've got what we need, and that'll do us. And that's the disappointing thing for me. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's it's so much hard work. Like even the attack, it's like it's like going to the fucking gym, like on the treadmill. It's, oh, like, you know. it's just so much. I, I do go, you know, I do go when I can be asked. But it's like it's just so much hard work even making an attack going forward it's just it's just so hard to watch at times and like like John said like today if we'd played Watford it would have been 1-0 1-0 2-0 and that would have been it and just gone back to gone back to type again it's, it's just not on but to be fair though Liverpool had a point to prove in their game didn't he and did and United had a point yeah. to prove today and didn't that was pretty mm. much the summary of it wasn't it yeah. um, are you going to put any of that down to the conditions because that normally is a level we, we, we did say before the game remember the, there was a game against Bournemouth before Christmas where I think we just about nicked it 1-0 and it is a massive level up um, it, it is that why we won? Well, <laughs> it, it was one of them where you just got to the ground and you just thought to yourself, right, you just need to get through today. It, you know, if we'd managed to sneak through against Sevilla, no one would have been looking for a performance today. They'd just been going, right, get the result and move on to the next game. But I think because of the manner of the defeat the other night, people were looking for us to, to prove a few doubters wrong. I think that on Tuesdays is not the stuffing out of everyone. It's been, it was that much of a bad performance and result. It's just... I just think it's killed the old mood. Like considering what we did in the last couple of weeks, like playing half decent stuff, and just that on Tuesdays, it's it certainly sent me under definitely after after that. Well, it's it sent it sent a lot of people under. I mean, I. Um Obviously, I was on the way back from Cheltenham. I don't know if I mentioned that on the. Oh, yeah, like, no, yeah, you didn't yeah. mention that. But uh, I was on. The, I I felt I was asleep because well, I was hammered. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I was in a heap on the train, and I woke up at about 10 p.m. on the train. Um, to be greeted by my brother, who's a season, who's a city city fan. To be said, uh, United have lost, so I just said, nah, "Fuck off, no chance." Um, you had a better time than we did, anyway. Well, I, I probably, probably did, yeah, yeah. I probably did. Yeah. It does, though. What was interesting though was, obviously, the first thing you do, because like, obviously I've not been on Twitter all day. I went on social media, and, and obviously the fallout though from it, you did get the sense though that the other night, because despite the turgid football, I think. 90% of people are still were very very much behind Mourinho very very much sort of just accepting that this is the way it is for now until he gets to the sort of next stage of his ability to build you know he's, he's built a side that doesn't get beat that often now you're kind of waiting for it to kick on to that side down that goes on and wins games more often than not but the other night does seem to have set him back a little bit in terms of his status, doesn't it? It's the manner of it's the manner of how we played and who we lost to. If if we'd lost two one to Real Madrid or Bayern Munich the other night, we'd have just gone right. That's fair enough. That's you know that's the level we're at right now. But we've we've been outplayed in two legs against a piss weak Sevilla team. We've had four shots in two games against them. It's, it's nowhere and, and that's near what's it. done people in. It's like it's like he's it's like he's the old squad's got a sort of an inferiority complex about it, rather than just going out there and saying. Forget my usual tactics of worrying about the opposition. Let's just go out there, prove we're the better players and win the game. And I think that's what's done people in a little bit. It's, it's, it's people finally, re- finally realising, because a lot of people realised anyway, it's people accepting that Mourinho is just a bit too overly cautious sometimes. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, well, if you're like that now with this squad, 
You know, how, how much money do you need to spend? How many players do you need before you start imposing yourself on them sort of games? Well, how many is he starting now? Is it eight? Eight seven players or eight? for about, £300 million. I reckon, pound. About, I reckon about two out of that have been OK. But he, he, he then keeps... He basically compares us to City with every single yeah. press conference he comes up. We weren't playing City the other night. We were playing Sevilla. Yeah. He, he, the game was... It was run by a player who used to play for Stoke. He absolutely ran the show. <laughs> the week before, James Milner ran the fucking midfield. Well, he, he, he's going on all, all these severe players that w- would get into our team. We're well, going fucking buy him then. <laughs> so they're buying the shit you do buy. Just uh, we'll deal. I mean, because there's been sort of two parts to Mourinho this week, hasn't there? There's been the post-match from Tuesday night, which you know was it, it was a weird thing. For I mean. He'd have got more credit from coming out. He should have just come out if you put sort of your management head on. He should have just come out and said, it was yeah. a bad night at the office, mm. I take responsibility for it and I'll take yeah. responsibility for putting it right and we'll pay the fans back. That's all he had to yeah. say. Yeah. And I think everybody else would have gone, I'm not happy about getting beat, but at least the manager's come out and he's yeah. took it on the chin. He's took responsibility for it. Because ultimately, mm. there's been a number of games this season where we've pointed and criticised players. That was down to him the other night, wasn't it? I don't mind it when the manager like takes... Like says, yeah, um, it's it's on me, and like it deflects it away from the players. But he's he's still not done it like mm. that. That especially yes on Friday was. I just don't. I, I agreed with a lot of it, but he's still not taking responsibility for it. It's, it's his big, it's his big enough of severe that's yeah. done for me. He's, yeah. he's made up. He's gone and all oh, this is a team who's won all this seven years ago. Blah blah. But none of them players are still there anymore. It's widely acknowledged that this is the worst severe team for the past five or six years. That they've lost all players. They've lost the manager. And they were there for the taking. They, they weren't impressive over two legs, severe, but yeah, they beat us. Conceded five goals like three or four times this season as well. It's Didn't they draw twice for Liverpool? They did earlier on in the season, yeah, they, yeah. they drew three all at their place and somehow got a draw back at um, back at Anfield. Yeah. But again, that shouldn't be the, the no. benchmark for no. running back stuff like that. The, the, the sixth, fifth or sixth in the Spanish league, they've conceded more goals than pretty much most of the league you know they were there for the taking and we've, and we've not had a go at, and you don't mind if they beat you and you just go well fair enough maybe, mind, this, maybe the Spanish league is just ahead of us but we've had no we've not had a go at until 75 minutes into the I second leg I can take game beat I've, I've said this in the way I can take game beat but it's the, it's the manner of the old performance I mean by all accounts you've been out, it, it took United to go Two down it, from it, right. and so then apparently, apparently they we played well for ten minutes. We could have scored three in the last ten minutes yeah. comfortably. So it's up to the eighty third minutes to so get going. Is is it is it a mentality thing at United at the minute that he's not doing? Because we know that we because we've seen it, albeit in glimpses. We've seen top notch performances, haven't we? And we've seen attacking football. Yeah. But for me, it's the mentality that doesn't appear to be right, and he's got to deal with that. Well, he's he's the one who's basically blaming the players for the other night. Whether that's correct or not, but there was nothing there for seventy-five minutes. There was nothing. The fullbacks didn't come out of our own half. You know, Lukaku was stranded thirty yards away from every other player again. That that cannot be down to the players. That that's got to be to do with manager instruction. And the only time we actually attempted to have a goal was the point when we had to do it. When we had to do it, yeah. Is he guilty of trying to overcomplicate it? Well, I think he's done that for too long because instead of the thing with Mourinho is he sets his teams up. He's so obsessed with the opposition. That his first and foremost plan is to nullify the opposition, yeah. and hope yeah, that don't don't concede, best, don't yeah. concede, and we've got enough talent there to, to nick the win. The thing and is, we, it, it feels as if we're almost we've kind of got, and I don't want to say it like this because I don't think we're anywhere near that stage yet. But you can sort of see it heading 
towards a little bit of Moyes with the way he is in his press and how he's managing that and a little bit of Van Gaal in terms of how he's managing what's going on on the pitch and the combination of that to be quite frank terrifies yeah, the fuck out of me, well, the, me he's, he's got a bit of a blame culture and he, he's still trying to blame the previous incumbents for the, the squad he's got mm-hmm. which, which is fine you know there's an element of truth for it you know there, there wasn't I'll, a lot of great players there but, but he's, he, he spent £300 million on eight players mm. he inherited De Gea Martial Rashford Valencia and then he moans about the players he's, he's inherited mm. and then starts with Fellaini ahead of yeah. one of the players he signed for mm. stupid amounts of money. Mm. So you can't keep blaming it on, on the players he's inherited. Some of the players he's inherited are probably the ones putting a shift in. 100%. And, you know, last year he was, he was telling everyone Valencia is the best right-back in the world. He does look a bit shot now, though, yeah, doesn't he? It seems as if it's all... Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting you mention that blame culture. There's been a story doing the rounds in a couple of papers have picked up on that old sort of... Sort of Stalin handing over power story in Russia with the two letters, where um, you know he he gave his he gave his uh, his successor two letters and said, "Open the first one when you're in a bit of shit, and then open the second one when you're in like if it happens again, like you know." And uh, so he opens the first one and it just said, "Blame everything on me," which was to basically blame his his previous. Um, and it'll buy you a bit of time, and then obviously you know a year later the same scenario arises and he opens it. And the letter said, "Write two letters," <laughs> which is, which is, and you kind of get the sense that Mourinho's yeah, just at that. Mm. He's opened letter one, hasn't he? Mm. You know, blame well, blame everything blame on what's gone on before. Else, but, someone yeah. said to me before that he reminds you a little bit of like when a when a new government takes takes charge, mm-hmm. and all they do for all the downfalls, yeah, the one, all they yeah. do is blame the da- the previous yeah. government in charge for everything that's going wrong. Mm. And uh, uh, Mourinho, he's obviously we're going in the right direction, but I think what Nike's fans is that narcissism with him that mm. he came out the other day and, and had to have a pop at the club and our club's history to defend himself instead yeah. of just saying you know for, I've cocked up today lads we'll move on that's all he had to do yeah, I, I, don't, I don't actually think he I, I think there was an element of, of what he meant to say getting taken yeah all in, concepts in the, yeah, he, he does yeah, get lost in translation sometimes I, don't, I, don't, I genuinely don't think he, he meant to diss the club from a historic point of view I think he was quite rightly referring to some of the recent stuff yeah. the thing is though what's really interesting is if that had been I don't know a rep- if that had been someone on Sunday Supplement in the press reading that out almost word for word you'd have gone he's, fuck, he's nailed that he's just mm. done a great appraisal of the situation it's slightly different though when you're the person paid yeah, to sort that yeah. out because instead you said okay you know what's wrong here and I, I've said this to people at work all the time. When people tell me what's 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 wrong, I'll go, well, right, okay, now I know you know that. The scrutiny is absolutely on you now to sort that out. And that's the important part. He's now identifying where United are at, and everybody's going, do you know what? Yeah, you've got a point, but you're getting paid X amount of millions to yeah. sort that out. And it's time he, he kind of got a move on now with that, isn't it? Well, how far do you take it when he's, he's, still blaming, he's still blaming the club for the lack of... And for all my... my hatred of the Glazers and everything else that's gone over the past few years you cannot fault the amount of money that's been spent on the squad in the last couple been, of years I, mean, I think they've been forced into it a little bit of course bit, they have because they don't spend, of seeing what City have you speculate like, to accumulate well, don't you at the end of the day they, like they, like they don't yeah. spend money because they want yeah, to do yeah. it and, 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 and they are to blame for what's gone on in the past yeah. but he, ca- he cannot still keep blaming Hmm. The lack of no, the like lack of ambition from like the club and, and the lack of funds based on that because he spent three hundred million pound yeah. in two seasons on eight year in, on eight it's players like before, and you still not got a, a team that can beat Sevilla. That's that's the, hmm. the bottom of it. Forget trying to compare yourself to City or Real Madrid or anyone else. We're talking about a game against 
Sevilla, yeah. the sixth best team in Spain, who lose their players every summer, and he's been outplayed over two legs. How, how is that side then five points cleared in second with ultimately what is heading towards well, being a decent sure. points total? I think, I think sure. sometimes I think sometimes we've been quite fortunate. You know, some of the, the the other stats will tell you that we've we've been outplayed in a lot of games. We've, it helps having the best goalkeeper in the world. He pulls you out of the shit more often than not. And I think that up front, I think we've actually been. As much as Lukaku's got a lot, lot of crap at times, I think we've actually been quite clinical up front. Mm. I cannot think of many games like in the old days where you've had Goals fifteen chances. Ch- is pretty chance, I think it's fantastic. It's yeah, but but the thing is with that, Steve, is you look will run out at some point. You know, De Gea will have a bad game like he did the other night, and he's let a goal in, and your striker won't mm. score a goal like Lukaku put over the bar. Your look will not last forever. Yeah. Do, you, do you think is it obviously last year he, t- he he had a right gamble by pretty much abandoning any hope of coming forth and putting all his eggs into the Champions League. He's kind of now in that scenario with the FA Cup, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you'd have thought so. In terms so, of resurrecting You'd have thought so, and then he rests his three best players yeah, today, yeah, so know, yeah. I couldn't get my head around that yeah. one either. I mean, that, that'll be another thing. He's played Romero all the way through the FA Cup. Now, now if, if we get all the way to the FA Cup final and Romero plays in the final again, so he, be, he basically wins all all the medals because we win all the shit cups <laughs> and our best player who can't pull, up, pull up, our best player who can't pull us out of the shit in the major two trophies don't get any medals yeah. I think I think it'd be very very I harsh do, again I today I do fear that that's going to happen like we were saying before like in, in them games he's, he trusts Romero in them certain games to well, I, 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 just think, I just think I just think he does like what Wenger does at the start of the season. He goes, right, you play these cups and you play the other ones, yeah. and it just happens to be that we end up winning the shit ones with the, with a shit keeper in that. <laughs> he's not a shit, though. He's, he's not well, done he's out. Right, right. Well, I, he's, I, he, I said to you, he's the second. He's probably the best number two we've ever had. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can't think of many who. Uh, I mean, Raymond Van der Gaal might have a pop at you for that, mm, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I get your point. I don't. I, I mean, ultimately, I, I can't. I can recall one. I'm sure it was at Swansea where he dropped a ball. But That's, apart from that, that, for me, that was the only one for me. That, that always shows. Bristol City when he Bristol, this year. Oh yeah, yeah, Bristol when he. Yeah, so was everyone. No, but but generally, as a second oh, choice keeper, he's been okay. But yeah. that's not the point I was trying to make. It's just the fact that if we're at a level where we're only good mm. enough to win the lesser trophies, mm. it's a little bit harsh that your best player doesn't get to play in them because yeah. he's deemed to play in the other so, in, in the big trophies. What did you make of? That selection tonight, because ultimately it had, it was actually a stronger side than I expected. Well, I don't know. I, I just thought you go out there with your best eleven because what? What's, well, I'm with you on we've that. not got a game for two weeks. I, anyway. I'm with you on that completely, but I didn't think he'd go with that full stop. I thought he would go with a, a bench heavy with the old yeah. artillery, mm. but a reason, a, a lot of sort of you know I expected to see. I don't know, the Blinds and all these kind of players who, who've just had no sniff of a look in this season. I expected to see a few more of them, but it wasn't. It was, a, it think, was a strong side. I think he's done a mix of playing a strong enough team to get through and enough to send out a message to some players who underperformed yeah. the other night. And I think, it, I think it was that I sort of mix. Sanchez, Pogba, players like that. Yeah, where, where, where are you at now? Obviously, we're sort of, you know, since he tore the world apart against Yeovil, um, he's not exactly... Uh, I mean, he's... It, it, I mean, we've not signed a bad player. That's, that's so, for sure. Are I, we dealing me, with someone who's just finding the limelight at a club like United? Me, you, don't, a bit? you don't turn shit overnight. I'm sorry. I think it's got something to do with the manager for me. I still, I, I really do believe I just, that. I just think, I just think we've bought a square yeah. peg for a round hole. We've bought a player, not based on the fact that he's going to improve the team or we need him, just as a basically a, a cock measuring exercise to go out there and say look we can sign this player ahead of Sitter even though we didn't really need him and, and he's, I think he's just upset the entire balance and rhythm of the team Sanchez uh, Marshall and Rashford have been completely put out because that's the position they, them two pretty much had nailed on between them and were doing well yeah. we did not need a left sided attacker yeah. um, 
Do you reckon there's also the element of it, does that seem to upset the apple cart in terms of the dressing room, the morale, and everybody's on the wages thing? Because I think that does play a part nowadays, sadly. Well, it could do, but then you could you could look at some other players who. You know, you look at Darmian and you think, so how are you on more than minimum wage? <laughs> so, I don't know. You depend. That, that just happens, doesn't it? You know, play, better players, to, yeah. you know, they get paid more money. That's just how it is. They're all going to do all right out of it, aren't they? But, yeah, I suppose you know. so. I know, but, but you do get the sense that there are some people in there who think, like... Well, Pogba maybe, because, because Pog, yeah, Pog, Pogba's, Pogba's in that Ronaldo yeah. mode anywhere. He has to be the, the main man, at, and, and if he's not, he's put out a little yeah. bit of it all, but... That's just the way Bosman transfers work, don't they? You know, the, the money instead of going to the club goes to the player. But um, what does he do to sort it out, though? Because ultimately, you know, you're going to see a little bit of potentially coasting towards just finishing somewhere in the top four. I still wouldn't be surprised if United were overhauled by Liverpool in the league. Um, but. You know, it's not the end of the fucking world. I just think it's one. It doesn't really whether you come no, second it, it, or you it come does, fourth. It doesn't mean a lot, and that's and, my point. He's and, and, he's potentially going to start just treating that almost as a bit of a training ground exercise. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's got to do something to sort of reignite his oh, team, his players, and his supporters. Oh, now, to start playing some football. So. I said <laughs> I said to on, I said to you on the pod a couple of weeks ago that Mourinho's yeah. style of football is it's a means to an end, and as long as this trophy is at the end of it, he will be able to justify it. If we get to the end of this season finishing top four with no trophies, how is that any better than watching Liverpool? Well, it's not. It's no better than watching Liverpool or Tottenham because Liverpool and Tottenham get the grief for saying, "Well, all right, you're good thirty games a season, but you win no trophies." If Mourinho doesn't win any trophies, you you fall below that sort of level. Just out of interest, do you you think he's looking? I think you're looking around in sort of world football now at someone who can deal with the sort of strength of managing a club like United, the size of it. Do you reckon he's looking around the rest of the world and thinking, I'm all right here for a bit, because there's no other fucking no, I can come in and do I've it. said it for a while, mate. I, I honestly can't think of anyone else who would get into that that job with that mentality and that like that presence about him. Who Genuinely, who is that? I'm not fully convinced. He's a good manager, Pochettino, but I'd, I wouldn't... I wouldn't have him in now straight away. I, I think you'd have to, which I don't think they'll do, but I think you'd have to go into that sort of risk territory of where you you, you, you take a punt on an up-and-coming manager rather than going with an established... Because that's what we've done since Ferguson. We've, 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 gone, we've gone with... We've he was got, up and gone him. But, but we've, gone with a, we've gone with established, proven managers who, who won trophies 10, 15 years ago who, who seemingly look a little bit out of date right now. I'm not sure whether the club financially would want to take a risk of going for someone who may be a massive success or maybe a failure. This, this is my whole point, though, is, is ultimately he still holds a lot of cards in yeah. Mourinho, and this is the thing where I think he's his stubbornness probably is, for a little while, going to pay off for him because I don't think there is too many takers, first and foremost. I think that's one point. I also don't think anybody's kind of going to come and knock on the door to take him away from us as well. So I think he feels a little bit comfortable there. I think the other thing to bear in mind um, with with this whole sort of scenario is is he knows that probably United financially aren't going to want to have him gone, then somebody yeah, else come in and saying, I need, I need, a, I need half a billion pound, please, yeah. to, to, re, to rejig. Because I've got two letters here, and one of them says, blame the fucking person <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, that's just left. We're, so. gonna, we're gonna go around in circles again if we keep, just keep doing that every two, three years. And this is, this is my point now, yeah. so whether people like this or not, he holds yeah, he the does, cards yeah. in this. Right? Totally so, so he ain't going anywhere, but 
something has got to change here with regards to how Manchester United they well, play well, football. Well, the thing is that the, the people in charge was it. They would they will deem this season as, as a success. Of course they will. We've got five million retweets when we signed Sanchez. We're going to finish high enough to qualify for the Champions League and, and, re- and revenues as high as anyone else. Do they really care about silverware? If you're getting all that stuff in, I'm not. I'm not convinced they really I mean, do. It's getting, I mean, getting Arsenal territory of like being comfortable. We're getting that top four every year. Getting the odd FA Cup here and there, and the, that's that's fine. Interesting that the Champions League exit is a kick in the balls corporately, though, in it, um, which is an awful thing to have to admit on something like this. It's a kick in the balls from a supporter point of view, but ultimately. You know, people in boardrooms make decisions nowadays about what happens from a management point of view. It's a kick in the balls there for them now, and that might be something that where they turn around and say, "Look, that that can't happen anymore." You know what I mean? Quarterfinals, absolute bare minimum, etc., mm. um, etc. Et but ultimately, still to me, and again, the press conference the other night, where you know, I mean, it's been interesting the number of comparisons. People are obviously saying, you know, comparing it to when Benitez sort of. Lost, lost con- his way. I feel like he's bit. constantly trying to make a statement to, to the club, though, and yeah. to the board, and to the to the investment. And everything else. You feel like he's constantly trying to say. But this is my if point. You, if you want, if you want to get the, to the highest level, you need to back me a bit more than you're doing. There's an element of that, but I often, but again, he, he's, he's people are talking about this is somebody who seems to have lost a plot. I disagree completely. I think it's somebody who thinks the I'm in complete and utter control of what happens next, yeah. and I'm a little bit bomb proof at the minute. Because I'm not yeah. going to get sacked because well, I, I don't think there's too many people who are going to come in well, and take I th- me I think out. Mourinho is that deal. A lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of people fell for the old second season thing with Mourinho. But what people have to realise is he, he spent so many time. You know, he, he moved into ready-made clubs a lot of the time, and it's quite difficult right now. So I don't think people can accept that maybe he's trying to build something. I don't know. I don't know if he is because I, I, I look at the team sometimes and think to myself, where, where are you going with this? Where you know, where's where's the building? Where? He just seems to be buying ready-made player to replace ready-made player, and I don't know. I don't see where he's going with it, but it may just be one of them things where one or two signings and things just click, which we thought they had done at the start of the season, and obviously that, that's not worked out. But I, for me, for me, he gets another season. Um, like you said, I don't, I don't see who's better than him there. The board has to back him again this summer, but he's got to improve next year. Yeah. yeah. I, I, just getting off the Mourinho subject for one minute though. Um, Who would you look at on that pitch? And I keep, and I've said this on here a few times, and I know. I know Rooney got had his had his you know his detractors or and I'd even used the word haters in some cases um, certainly in the last year or two of his career but he was still someone who led on the pitch. Yeah. You can go on all night about his own performances and stuff, but there was somebody on that pitch there who just got stuff done. You know what I mean yeah. and made a difference in yeah. terms of getting other people to. I look at that pitch now and just think who the fucking hell captains that side? Because if you yeah. said if you were to sort of say you know. Almost like get a complete stranger and say, right, who's captain and say, I don't think anybody would have the first oh, idea. God, no, I, the only one who seems to have a bit of like Baye, passion maybe. about him, like there's a couple maybe Bay and maybe Lukaku, but I won't say he's captain too. I, I just think he's more of only a couple who actually wants to like get involved and like g up the. I think that's the thing of football in general, though, isn't it? You know, yeah. even even if you looked at yeah. if you looked at like City team, who, who would you want to go into battle with? I just think that's mm. especially the Premier League now because the players you're talking about were usually sort of English, maybe limited players, but they, usually, they you know they, they had them sort of values about them. But obviously, with that that much of an invent of foreign players now, um, but you look at that team. How many how many of that team do you reckon have beat you in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> One, well, two, two at yeah. tops. So, yeah. exactly. There we go. Yeah, um, I want to beat Paul Parker out of the 94 team. Who's the hardest player at United? 
Because whoever that is, they, they should not, be uh, You won't want to fight Jason with Lukaku. Luke Shaw, anyway, so. <laughs> you won't want to fight with Lukaku, would you, but no. other than no. that? No. No? No. Fancy me chances after that. Daily. Yeah. Fancy me chances Daily, after maybe. that. Yeah. Speaking of people who probably aren't that great in a scrap, um, Matter made a big deal out of getting <laughs> subbed, didn't he? Yeah, that's the first time I've seen Caesar. That's a little bit about getting subbed. I t- but this is the other thing, I mean, bringing it back is, is um, I mean, Matter seems like the kind of bloke who, if he. If you walked in and caught someone in bed with his missus, he'd probably say, do you want a brew, mate? Give us a shout when you do Give us 1% yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, give us a shout when you're done. I'll give you a lift back to where I'll drop you off at the station or something like that. For him, for him. Have you seen his record, though, when he's yeah, played this season? We were season? saying about Pretty much when he plays, when we, win. Played, we win. Yeah. The game. And when we don't, he doesn't. I know he gets subbed literally every single time he plays, but... That's the first time I've seen him. Proper. I mean, that was a Seems real awesome statement. Lobby, yeah. And and the other thing, I don't, I don't know if you noticed that, Mourinho does always, almost like Ferguson style, he does usually go and shake the hand of somebody who's just come off the pitch for whatever, you know, because it's the right thing mm. to do. He didn't this time. Yes. And I thought that was just a bit weird. But it took, that. I mean, that was like, that was like Neil Webb-esque, that. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't remember if it was Neil Webb going off or Neil Webb going, I think it was one time when he was, go, was it when we just... I think we were on the verge of losing the league in like '92 or something like that. I can't remember what it was. It might have been earlier, but it, it took him almost, it took him a, an eternity um, to get off. Not to his weight, that though. <laughs> well, listen, I, I thought that was a bit, a little bit uh, <laughs> unnerving, really, because it was literally one side of the pitch to do without a single attempt to get a jog on. I but mean, if you've upset my matter, you're in a bad yeah, place. Yeah. To, be, to be fair, it was matter who's probably knee deep in snow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably quite difficult for him to have any snowshoes on. Oh dear. Um, obviously, United have reached the FA Cup semi final, which means um, we can, at some point in mid April, sit on a coach park for two hours um, and still be able to still be able to see the arch, still be able to see the still be able to see the arch three hours after leaving the fucking ground. Um, but uh, ultimately. And there were some fans trying to G it up coming out of the ground, some fans trying to get a few songs going about. But uh, it did seem a little downbeat. But uh, it is a semi final. Um, it's an opportunity for us to have a day out, and it's uh, only two steps away from ultimately what, from a supporter point of view, um, getting to an FA Cup final is never a bad thing. Um, so there are that is a positive thing for us to at least aim for. I think if we were out of everything now and we didn't have anything to go at, yeah, this season would start trundling. We were talking about fucking it all off. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, the last the last four home games are like Swansea, yeah, yeah. Swansea Watford, West Brom and Arsenal, Arsenal something yeah. out there, the rest of them. Well, I think Mitten wouldn't have any sellers left if we go out of the cup tonight. So. Well, yeah. did, now, to be fair, before, we did, before that week of games we had, and I said that on here that for me tonight was the priority because it was the one competition that I felt we had the strongest chance of winning. And I still like the cup and I think we should go aim to win it, but, but we have to win it. We, yeah. For this season to be deemed a success, we have to win it. Do you remember I saved your life at an FA Cup final once? You did, yeah, because we, we had tickets on, on tier one and after Jesse Lingard's... Well, to be fair, you did, you, did, you did tip me over the balcony and then saved me over the, over, over the second turn at Wembley, yeah, but yeah. that was good. Yeah, a lot of water has passed under the pitch since then. Yeah, I might... Uh, I'd be tempted to let you go, actually. <laughs> yeah. If it's won all this year, I'll jump. <laughs> <laughs> long before, long before extra time yeah. this year. Who's still in it? So yeah, Spurs, Spurs have gone. Tottenham have won today, yeah, and oh, it's Chelsea yeah. or Leicester Chelsea, and Southampton, Southampton or Wigan. Right. Yeah. So, Lord of Averages would suggest is Chelsea at home. 
No, they're away at Leicester. Away, Leicester. See, I yeah. fancy Leicester I, for that. I do, I do actually. Yeah. 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 We're going to get Tottenham, aren't we, at home? Yeah, uh, in, on their <laughs> yeah. home game. Spurs, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And then we'll get beat. Sorry. Yeah, no, that won't, that, uh, that, won't, that won't be pretty. Uh, international break now. Um, I'm loving it, mate. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, well... Uh, well, I'm, a, I'm also not, I won't be here for the Swansea game either because I'm going to watch the mm. boxing in Cardiff. So mm. there's a you know there's there's a few other sporting interests just getting <laughs> in the way of football <laughs> at the minute, and these other sports are winning, which is a testament to how things are at United. But uh, um, do you trust him to sort it out, or do you think he's starting to get into sort of borrowed time territory? Um, I don't know. The jury's start for me. Football fans are fickle out. With you, you basically in the last couple of games you watch, you know. After you won them three games, everyone was buzzing and thinking, yeah, you're going the right way. But then the last couple, you worried a bit. I've just said that the jury's still out, but I'll give him one more season. He needs backing. And if it's not right next season, then, you know, how, how long do you carry on driving in the wrong direction before you realise you're going the wrong way? You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. Next season's a crunch for me. Uh, we we have proven we we can actually play some decent stuff. So it's up to him now to like sort it out. Hopefully in the next few months and hopefully kick on from there. Well, you're getting left home with Bloomer, so you might be able to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Well, uh, quick one on uh, this is going to be a tough one. Um, we haven't talked much about the game, but uh, obviously events off the pitch have been a bit more dominant so we thought we'd cover that off and there wasn't really a great deal to talk about um, you know decent header from uh, two headers actually we don't score too many headers do we so um, first was that the first Old Trafford goal for Matic um, yes. and obviously a goal from Lukaku turn a win for United which is pretty comfortable uh, any standout performances for you today? Uh, can't remember to be honest <laughs> um, Lukaku maybe no Nothing. No, it, it was just very, very Mourinho, wasn't it? Yeah. You, you turn up, you get the job done, you go through without being. You know, I, I can probably remember about four games yeah. from this season, and that's, that's how it is. You keep, you keep winning. So well, yeah, that's because the fucking club. That's because I'm in the process of getting banned yeah. by the club. I think. But, well, well, we'll move on from that. Well, I did say to you on Twitter the other night, you were desperately trying to get banned. Well, this is no, this is no joke. The lad I've, give, I've given tickets to, obviously, because you can't sell tickets on. Has been turned away at the um, turnstiles, turn and when I've rang them up, they said you've been suspended and you need to turn up to the mm. ticket office with some ID. Yeah. If I was so, that lad, I'd phone the club tomorrow and say, "Fucking thank you for not yeah, letting me in and watch that." Well, you, you might do that tomorrow, but <laughs> I, I think he's outside my house at the minute, setting fire to it. But... <laughs> Remember he's done doing that, he can move on to the ticket office. Yeah, I I can't think of too many particularly uh, memorable performances, I have to say. Uh, I will give, I thought Chris Marlin again did all right. Um, He kept everybody quiet. Um, but other than that, no one else really, uh, really stood out. I tell you, you, did deserve a bit of credit. El Stand tonight, which is where all the yeah. singing hordes were. They made a right din all night, mm. and uh, I absolutely take my heart off to them because I genuinely couldn't be arsed personally. <laughs> so uh, if you were in El Stand tonight, uh, well done because it sounded great. Keep that up. You never know, it might catch on. Um, anyway, uh, that's us done. So uh, we'll probably be having a little break now. Next podcast will be. Uh, Whenever the next game Swansea is, which I think is Swansea, yeah. so God knows who's going to be doing that. One of you yeah, lot, probably. Yeah, I can't see Andy Mitten coming over I'm, for that. I'm not, I'm not fucking coming. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, yeah, I might do one in Cardiff. You never know. Um, if you did buy the mag tonight, thanks for stopping by. It was quite treacherous for all of us, um, and it's not nice to stand out there, but it's made worthwhile when people do stop by and buy it off us. So, thanks for that. If you um, did, you're a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website redarmybet.com or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.